All right, and we're going out to Milwaukee. The Games and Grub podcast. Hey, well, what are we calling this? Grubs and Games? Games and Grubs? Games and Grubs. So, Games and Grubs. All right. Games and Grubs. Best podcast on the planet. How are we doing? Thanks for supporting the Games and Grub. Shout out Games and Grub Radio. Friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. Welcome yeah. to Games and Grub. I appreciate your patience tonight. It's been a moment since I've done some public speaking. Fine nowadays is, you know, best to keep quiet. But uh, sometimes you just gotta let it out. Young angel and young lion. You know what it is. Uh, love. I'm the property of October. May 8th, 2021. Welcome to Games and Grub. We got the full show. Aiden Hatton, Zach Passios. Good morning. Good morning, Brian Gallagher here also. Good morning. How are we doing? It is the last show where all three of us will be together in the studio for the semester. We've got a Locked and Loaded Finals Week coming up, and we've got a Locked and Loaded show for you this morning as well. Again, Games and Grub this morning, joining you on Marquette Radio. Call us up. We'll take your phone calls at 414-288-7091. That's 414-288-7091 or on Twitter and Instagram as well at GrubMUR. So we'll get locked and loaded on the phone lines. We will get right to you on the calls as well. Last studio show of the semester. So fill up the phone lines and we thank you to the fans for our props on the award nomination last week or I should say a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. Which Um, one? (laughs) Yeah, which one exactly. Uh, We we got a love. We got a lot of love from the MU College of Communication with our post this week celebrating our award. I heard there's a plaque going up somewhere. There are two in fact. uh, If you go to the Johnson Hall newsroom anytime soon maybe you guys will will catch that before I'm taking off for home a little quicker than you guys are. But maybe by the time you guys are, you know, stick around in the summer by the time i get back there'll be some hardware for us yeah we're still waiting on those donations to make that trophy that we always wanted to do so <laughs> did we mention that on air last yeah, week yeah we I definitely can't... did okay so we did so what was the theory about it again we could just children's karate trophy yeah so have like a sort of you know jackie chan yeah pose as the as the bust yeah. and then we go from there all right I like or, the idea. Uh, we had the one with the dude that was in a uh, suit and tie and he was like ripping out yeah of like it. superman yeah they, they had some cool trophies man next level we didn't have those when we were kids no well i had some pretty i mean not gonna lie i had some pretty pretty big <laughs> trophies i was gonna say where is this gonna go what, what kind of trophies? So running trophies, you got your basic uh, Barker basketball participation trophies. Those are some of the best because you had to earn those. You had to show up to practice. We talking about practice, Brian? Talking about practice? We just came up on the, the ga- anniversary the game, the of the game Alan Ashton speech. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I love listening That's to what that. We're talking about. Uh, talking little known practice. Little known fact: Alan Iverson was wearing a Red Sox hat. People forget in that clip. A lot of antics in that clip, which brings us to our first story. Great segue, Zach Passios. Speaking of antics, last night we got to start with baseball. Speaking of Red Sox hats and antics, last night's Mets game, if you you missed this, I was joking with the guys as it came into the studio. We had to call an audible for our first story coming up this morning. The Mets rat versus raccoon drama. Let's listen to Francisco Lindor and Jeff McNeil 
in their postgame press conferences, Francisco Lodor, one of the best players in baseball, and the Mets have a bright, bright future with him and Steve Cohen, who just bought the team, their manager, Louis Rojas, Marcus Stroman, my personal favorite. But the New York Mets last night, in typical Mets fashion, have a story that we could spend, frankly, four hours on if we had the time. But it was recorded, it was reported that Francisco Lindor and Jeff McNeil were caught in the tunnel. And if you saw the clip on Twitter and on social media, the Mets were running to catch them in the tunnel as they were having a spat, discussion. What was it, Francisco Lindor? What exactly happened in the uh, in the tunnel there? <laughs> Steve, it was, it was funny because I told him, I was like, hey, I'd never seen a New York rat. So we went down sprinting. I want to go see a New York rat. And he got mad at me. He's like, no, it's not a rat. It's a raccoon. I'm like, hell no, man. It's a damn rat. It's a New York rat, man. I was just crazy because we were going back and forth debating if it was a rat or a raccoon. <laughs> crazy, man. It's a rat. A big rat inside. Even, even since Francisco came out here and, and came in the Zoom room, there's been a lot of skepticism over the story about a rat and a, and a raccoon. I'm sure you can understand that. Uh, why should people believe that story? <laughs> you know, we just like to have fun. And, uh, you know, the... the Rats in you know New York are a thing, so you know he thought he saw that, and um, you know I saw what I saw, and uh, you know that's just the way it is. Way to go, Bridget. Rats in you know New York are a thing. Rats in New York are a thing, Jeff McNeil. Have you guys ever seen a New York rat? Have you? I don't think I have. You just gotta like shine a light into the subway, and you'll see him down there, and it's, they're big. So did he see a rat? No, you probably saw it. You're not going to get a rat mixed up with a raccoon. I mean, raccoons are huge. They got some pretty big rats. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I really... Are you... So do you believe Do you believe the story? Do you believe that it was a fight between Lindor and McNeil and they tried to cover it up? Or... So they as, went back into the tunnel. I think they saw a rat and they were fighting. Yeah. Then the rat kind of broke it up. I okay, so them, both. Them seeing the rat broke yeah. up them fighting because they were laughing about... The, the rat versus raccoon. Yeah, I I tend to lean that this is the, just the most ridiculous way to cover up a fight. Let's listen to Lindor's nervous laughter at the end of this clip again. We were going back and forth debating if it was a rat or a raccoon. <laughs> crazy man. <laughs> Come on, crazy I mean, man. Crazy. And, and then McNeil comes in, comes in with this gem. Rat, rats in you know New York are a, a thing. Are you kidding me? Rats like everywhere are like. Do we have to? Do we have to? Do we have to cover this up again with rats in New York or a thing? All right. It's so what's going on? Fight. What's going on behind it? Where did the fight in, come you know, from? New York or a thing? Uh, or a th if you if you say in in life anything is quote a thing, that means you don't know like enough to talk about it, which means you don't yeah. want to talk about the fight in yeah, this situation. He must, he must be a New York rat expert. They are Jeff a thing. McNeil, certified New York rat expert. That here on Games and Grub. And then that, that middle clip, if you... Uh, we're, let's play Recognize the Movie real quick. So if you go back to Lindor's nervous laughter, and then the clip in the middle is from a famous, famous movie that circulated around when this clip came down. Let's play it again. Crazy because we were going back and forth debating if it was a rat or a raccoon. <laughs> Crazy, man. There's a rat. A big rat inside. You got that? One more time? No. Is this one of our 12 questions? There's a rat. <laughs> a big rat inside. All right, so whose voice is it? I, I'm i lost, Aiden. I don't know. Can I, any callers? Any callers inside. got it? So this, actually, I think one of you would get. 
So it's Eddie Murphy coming to America. Oh, good movie. Play it again. There's a rat. A big rat inside. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. You got it? So it's the voice of Eddie it's, Murphy. It sounded familiar. It so sounded, It sounded like somebody goofy. So McNeil and Lindor are fighting about a big rat inside, which is utterly ridiculous. I just think my, my spin on it, hey, that, there was absolutely a, a spat in the dugout or in the kinda, tunnel. That kind of SHIT doesn't happen at Yankee Stadium. You, you think, uh, well... Uh, let's just say the Boston Red Sox are the first to 20 wins in the in all of baseball. I was going to say American League. Congrats. So. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Zach, I don't think, uh, is going to take credit. Go Brew Crew. Yeah, Go exactly. Brew crew. <laughs> Go Brew Crew. Uh, so how are your thoughts on the rat versus raccoon situation? Call us up at 414-288-7091. That's 414-288-7091. And on Twitter as well at grub mur so i just i just couldn't believe we had to you know call an audible at the beginning of the show to make sure that we caught that because of all the new of all the i was gonna say new york teams professional sports teams that that could have happened to it absolutely had to be the new york mets and we just had to start with that but where we start next, our first official sort of segment. We, we're not going to do 12 questions this week because it was such a hit and we could not overstep our boundaries. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to take another spin on our stupid wordplay uh, number segments. So we've done 10 questions. We did 12 questions. What was the other one super we did? Super 8. We did Super 8. Thank you. And now we're going to do the final four. But instead, because it's our final show, and we got four big stories that I really want to get to. But as a spin, it's a final food four. So, are we ready? Final food four? Yeah, I'm go- let's go. Let's go. Run it. Let's go. Psych, we got our first caller. We got to do that first. Oh, oh caller, you're on the air. Oh. And a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller here with Dylan. Uh, hi, Zachy. <laughs> Hello, how's it going this morning? It's going well. How are you guys doing over at uh, Marquette? Good, good. Great, great day in Milwaukee. Great day to be a sports fan. Great day to be on Games and Grub. Listen, tell me what you think about Celtics basketball. You guys got any word on that? Great question, Zach. You, you know, last stop. night was tough. Last yeah, night was were, tough getting, getting beat getting by Tice. Put, pushed around by the Bulls. <laughs> so Chicago really <laughs> took it to him. And... No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying the whole season's been tough. I mean, it's been tough to watch this year. It's abysmal. They play good. They play bad. I mean, they give you hope, and then they take out a knife and stab you in the back. What are you going to do? I mean, so, you guys, you guys got the good players. You're battling with like a play-in spot versus a playoff spot, so it's a tough, tough road ahead. But if they catch fire, who knows how how far they can go? I was gonna say they have the potential to turn it on at almost any time. They're out of those three teams: uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Sixers, and the Nets. The Celtics, in terms of talent, are the next best team in the Eastern Conference. So even though they're sitting at sixth, seventh, trying to avoid that play-in series, which, by the way, tomorrow's game against the Miami Heat will be huge for that seeding, so pay attention to that. That'll be nationally televised. They can. I'm, I'm still a believer that they can switch it on in the playoffs just with how good Jason Tatum has been this year. 
I don't think they got it. I don't think Brad Stevens. Is, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Brad Stevens is the guy to lead this group. I just don't. Wow. So are you, are you in Fire I, Stevens crew? Fire Ainge? Where are you at? Uh, I, I mean, Ainge has done so much good for us. I want to keep him around. Um, but Stevens, though, I, I mean, he was good. He's very good. He's very good for the locker room. Uh, I don't know if he can get it done in the court. It becomes way too much iso ball down the stretch where it matters. Last year's playoffs versus the Heat made me really fall out of love with him. The fact they threw the first two games last year just got to me so bad. Um, and if they, you know, if they have any type of repeat showing like that this year, then I am on immediate get rid of that man team. And I think there is a there is an aspect of like coaching fatigue. You have one coach for so long, and you're right on that borderline. And they were behind LeBron, but they were next up. And then LeBron went away. Kawhi was there. Then the rest of the Eastern Conference kind of kept beefing up. So they've kind of always been in that next spot up, and that can be a tough situation just for coaches and players. Yeah, you're almost at a stalemate, just yeah. waiting. It's it's similar like Mike Zimmer with the Vikings. It, 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 coaching fatigue is a thing. Sometimes you just gotta fold your cards and get a new hand. I don't want you guys don't you got anything to matter? Um <laughs> Go Yankees. Oh boo What? Oh I'm boy. From New York. That's a games and I'm games all first. New York team. <laughs> Jack, how do we feel about this? The Yankees? The Yankees? About the how about you love the Yankees, Zach? What do you what's your response? Who knows? You might have to wait till next year. I mean, this year he changed up and he decided to be a Brewers fan. No, Who no. knows what he'll be next year? Do you like the Rangers? Go, Brew Crew. Do you like the Rangers? Do you like the Rangers? The Rangers. The Rangers. Wow. Are we just going to dump this Yankee fan? Wow. That hasn't happened in a while. We haven't dumped some someone since we dumped Aiden. Well, thank you so much. We will run with this Celtics take all day long um, because it is certainly a topic of discussion. So we appreciate it. I look forward to listening to you guys talk about it a little bit. We love you, Zachy. Thanks for calling in. All right, there they go. (laughs) There we go. With... uh, I, I, I didn't turn on the phone line button before they introduced themselves. Um, so, first caller on the books, join them. Can you outperform them? 414-288-7091. Are we ready to get to the final food four? Let's do it. Final food four. Here. Oh, oh I thought I just saw another caller. All right, here we go. Final four. All right, so final food four. This concept came to my head just because we're stupid number wordplay. I feel like this is what we do here on Games and Grub. But our first nomination for final food four comes to us from a kind sir, Mac Jones, quarterback of the New England Patriots. Backup quarterback. Backup, of the yeah. New <laughs> backup Did I say starter? No, no. you just said you quarterback. Just quarterback. Okay, so either way, here is Mac Jones on the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio in November, it's middle of middle of the Alabama college football season, talking about his fascination with food, which we will just eat up, pun intended. So here's Mac Jones. So it's a good weight, dude. I don't think I'm fat, but some people might call me a little chubby. <laughs> but I feel like it's a good weight, and you know, just adding that weight makes me feel more confident, taking bigger hits and, and things like that. What's your snack of choice that gets you a little bit extra chunky? 
<laughs> I would probably just say my, my girlfriend, she makes me like 10 cookies every mm. night. So I eat those and they're just normal chocolate chip cookies and she bakes for me and I eat them. So yeah. In <laughs> all one serving, choice. you're taking down 10 chocolate chip cookies, like you put them in the fridge and then the next thing you know, they, they all disappear? Yeah, 10, 10 on a plate and then in about 10 minutes, they're all gone. So that's Mac Jones, newest quarterback in the New England Patriots. Eats 10 cookies a night. The audio didn't fire at the beginning. Should I see if if Mac Jones wants to sublet my room for the summer? (laughs) (laughs) He would fit in right, like, so well. Huge baked goods house. house. Yeah, exactly. Mac Jones, Brian Gallagher, like, bakery eat off. I actually love that. Absolutely love it. Put on some weight with some cookies. Be a little bigger in the hey, pocket. I like that. Yeah, let's take Absolutely. some big hits. So that's, that was his explanation. He wants to absorb the hits in the SEC, which is a, is a real explanation. So I'll give it to him. He's uh, He knows his position. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be able to eat 10 cookies every day for the rest of his life, but I mean, he's 20, 22 years old right now. So, all right. Good for him. Good for him. Number two. Final four. Do you recognize that drop as well? John? John Fanta. That was from that was from the Aiden Hatton call. That was uh, Marcus Howard passing the ball to me, and I hit the three <laughs> to go to the final four. He just four. comes up with those on his own. That was Remember, we put him on the spot. So that was where we hit that drop. Yeah. Number two, the hot dog poster, which I just retweeted on our Games and Grub account at GrubMUR. Go look at this because this is where we're going to get into for the next four hours again if we had time because at online allison there's only one l in allison shout out to ali siegel and she posted this poster full of the different types of hot dogs and of course food on twitter everyone's got to chime in with their opinions so you go over the one two three four five six times three eighteen Types of hot dogs. I don't see. I don't see any hot dogs on this poster. All I see is tacos. <laughs> okay, so this I is see, not. The, I see. I see. How many is this? This is 18. So I see 16 so, hot dogs. Uh, a, is that like a corn dog? An, and octopus. A, an octopus. <laughs> so we're going to. Let's start with the first big one. So this gives you just to, again because we're an an oral medium. Uh, you have to sort of listen to figure things out. And this diagram gives you basically all the different types of hot dogs from Michigan to Chicago to New York to Korea to Japan. And let's start with Japan because you just brought it up. It's a literal, I thought this was a joke. Hot dogs sliced to look like an octopus, fried and served as part of bento box. To be completely honest, I did not know that was a hot dog. I thought they were just going for the octopus. I thought they yeah. were joking yeah. too. I no. thought they were joking. No, so yeah, cut off like the two ends of a hot dog and then like... I would definitely urge then, you to look this up if you're listening yeah, right now. Yeah, and then make like little slivers. This so really bottom, helps you out. The bottoms of it flare out and then put it in a bento box and... So this is so, really gonna it's really gonna help you if you go on Twitter and yeah. look at our picture at Grub. Yeah, let, let us know which ones you want us to make yeah. and uh, I'll get some of these rolling during finals week. And then Mac Jones, once he sublets our house, he'll take over. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> no, he'll so, be busy with his cookies. <laughs> so the highlights, I just wanna highlight a couple. Uh, I think Seattle, so Bratwurst, cream cheese, sliced raw jalapenos, chopped cabbage, and sriracha. That's Woo! that's an interesting one. Woo! But I'm sure potentially our next caller could have some thoughts on this as well. So we'll bring him right into the conversation. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. All right, caller. How's it going this morning? It's good. How are you? I had to call in to talk about hot dogs. 
<laughs> so, right, so have you looked at this diagram? Is there a favorite hot dog of your choosing? Well, I haven't looked at the diagram, but Zach's sister knows I'm obsessed with hot dogs. And I just wanted to know your opinion on whether you like them grilled or boiled or fried. Great question. Can you fry a hot dog? Yeah, you can fry a hot dog. Then that's how I like them. I don't think I've ever had a fried hot dog, but that sounds great. as long as it's not in the microwave. Agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Aiden? I love that. Do you toast the bun? I do not. And I would lean grill as well. I think if, grill. If somebody gets the, offers gets me, yes. Otherwise, no. To be honest, I'm I'm gonna suggest that you go over to Grub Mur and check out this picture of the Japan dog because that's my hot dog from now on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's choice. no bread. It's just the meat. That's all I need. So you. Know. Okay, I still will. Yeah. Right. So online, Allison on Twitter, Allison with one L. Search her up. We just retweeted it so you can go to our page <laughs> at GrubMUR. And I'm, I'm not on Twitter. I don't really know how it works. Okay. So uh, you can you can get on even if you don't have an account. But again, we'll in the in the meantime, we'll try to do the best we can in consolation to give you all of them. So grilled, I'm I'm team grilled. Uh, not too big of a toasted bun. Same way I like my bagels, not too toasted. Uh, same same kind of bread philosophy. I for sure agree. Nice. Get the stamp of approval. Yes. So we'll keep going as we... uh, Thank you so much for calling in. And again, we will continue going over this smorgasbord of hot dogs. (laughs) Okay, tell Bonnie I say hi. (laughs) All right, we will. (laughs) Bye. All right, so there we go. We are hot on the presses with the callers and hot on the grill as well with our hot dogs. How How do you like that? So Seattle, I just went over... How about the Dodger dog at Big Jim Murray from 95 The Sports Hub in Boston? One of my favorite radio personalities. Basically manually crossed out with a red pen all of the hot dogs except for the Dodger dog. It's a big one. Foot-long dog in a foot-long bun. Ketchup, mustard, chopped onions, relish. So the magic behind it is it's a foot-long. Could you sit for an entire baseball game? Do you think you could get through nine innings with the Dodger dog? Two Dodger dogs. Two Dodger dogs, nine innings. Did you never have foot-long hot dog? Yeah, we did. It's like a school lunch? No, not as a school lunch. No. I'm, <laughs> That's what? longer than the plate, Brian. If you see me in the studio, I'm like mapping out a ruler size to well, see it, how long. It's funny. And I'm they, definitely not. We had like true foot-long hot dogs in like elementary school. And then when they started changing up the school lunches, in middle school, they went from like this... Like yeah, that. what's that? Big to small? Yeah, from a foot long to like three quarters of a foot long. I mean, the, the education but, and the, you know, uh, diet, whatever system that system of the government that runs, you know, school lunches, they want us to, you know, keep us healthy. So Michelle Obama, shout out. Yeah, shout out. So how about Korea? Yeah. Corn dog coated with crinkle cut fries and fried on a stick with ketchup. This is made for a baseball stadium. This is probably the most foodie type hot dog that you can have. Corn dog coated with crinkle cut fries, fried on a stick, and don't forget the ketchup. Bro, Korean food. Have you ever had like Korean fried chicken? No, I have not. I don't think I have. I I saw this like like one of those like food shows and it said this is like the real KFC Korean fried chicken. (laughs) Okay. I can say for a fact it is the real KFC. Korean fried chicken. Interesting. It's good. 
Obviously, Chicago, you got hot dog. I actually have never had a Chicago dog, and that's in the Midwest. That's something I've wanted to hit since freshman year. So once I get to Chicago and actually spend time in the city, maybe go to a Cub game. Yeah, we'll definitely have to let our fans know when we're coming down there so they, yeah. uh, they can greet us. We have an air, we have a regional audience, especially catch after it, our Catch award. us at the airport. <laughs> yeah, our, uh, our regional audience would love to uh, you know chime in on the subject. And speaking of chiming in on the subject, our next caller, you're on the air. Well, hi, Aiden, Zach, and Brian. This is Nani Palillo calling. Wow. And I, I just want to say your show is my favorite radio show ever. And my second thing is I want to say happy birthday to Zach on Tuesday. Woo! Thank you. You guys are doing an awesome job. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you as well. Thank you so much. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. We'll make sure sure to play that clip on Tuesday. That is the awesome. We're going to use that for promos. You guys are the best show on radio. We do this for people that listen to it, right? We don't do this for ourselves. We do this for uh, people out around the national audience we have. International. International. Joe from Toronto. (laughs) Toronto. Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, follow up on the calls, 414-288-7091. It's a a family affair today this morning. It's a family affair. So we've got all of Zach's family members chiming in. Are you big... I know you're a big pie family. Are you a big hot dog family as well? I don't don't really think that applies. Definitely a big pie pie guy. <laughs> so we're getting a kick out of everybody here in the studio <laughs> with all this. Uh, how about <laughs> so Chicago? I was just saying. Let's let's get back on track here. Hot dog with a poppy seed bun, classic pickle spear, celery salt, uh, tomatoes, whole pickled peppers. There's a there's a line that you cross when you put too many things on your hot dog. I'm like, and I think this dog does that. I'm not even finished. Chopped onions, neon green relish. What? And okay. mustard. All right, do you have to This is the difference between the coffee order and the hot dog order. You just have to say two words to order that hot dog. For the coffee order, you have to say everything. You just have to say Dunkachino. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting it. Again, one of your it. one of your worst takes in my opinion. Anyway, uh, so Chicago, have either of you guys had a Chicago hot dog either from Milwaukee, from Chicago? No, nah, nope. I mean like you you guys know me. I'm a picky eater. I don't I don't like all the hot dog toppings. So like the <laughs> amount of like of those actual hot dogs on that poster I'd eat are minimal. I'd make I'd make like alterations and have them in like spirit, but I'm not I'm not eating like a full fully blown Chicago dog. Not a chance. And I'll, I'll wrap it up here with my personal favorite on this list, the bagel dog. Hot dog wrapped in everything bagel dough, you baked do that. and served with mustard. You do that. So yeah. I did, I basically I'll be did good sitting over here. You can have that the, one. Uh, <laughs> I actually did a twist on this earlier during football football season with uh, Maraz's Football Food of the Week. One of the recipes in October, in honor of Oktoberfest, was brats in a blanket. So instead of hot dogs, I threw some brats together. And the key, the key, the key, Zach, Brian, everyone, everything but the bagel seasoning. It makes it that much better in a brats in a blanket type recipe. And the bagel dog, why it's my favorite on this list is because it takes us to the next level with the full dog, the full dog. So take that. That is our number two on the final food four. Final four. All right, I looked ahead at this next one, and I'm triggered. <laughs> like, you want to you want to open it up here? Yeah, yeah. Let's, what do you, let's talk about this. What do you see? From at Laura Lex, WTF? When did cereal go landscape? 
This Whoa. is a picture of a grocery store, and I see some Kellogg's, some Kellogg's, and some Kellogg's. And unlike every other cereal box ever made, where they go vertical portrait, portrait mode, yeah, <laughs> these yes. are landscape. That that's not gonna. F- what? I have a couple questions here. Okay. One, where does the cereal come out of? Does uh, it come out of the side or the top? And two, why did they do this? Who thought this was a good idea? I have a third point and potential answer to both of these. I didn't. I looked up this picture. I saw this picture days ago when it went viral earlier in the week. Put it in the topic list, and remembered. Remembered just to see it, just as we're going now. And what I didn't notice the first time I saw it, versus where I'm looking at now at 11:03 Central Time. Do you see the price tags? Right on top. Euros, not U.S. dollars. So this is uh, clearly a European picture. Laura Lex is overseas. No, that's so, a, that's, those are those aren't euros. Those are pounds. Oh, are they? Yeah, those are pounds sterling. I'm an economics major. I in, probably know in, that. International finance man. <laughs> okay, so, uh, but to to those two questions, then I guess that doesn't the international part of it. Does it answer either one, either one of those two questions for Zach? So, which way does it come out of? Top or side? And then also, what was the second question you said? Why? Why? <laughs> okay. You can one. definitely fit. You can fit more boxes of cereal on a shelf if they're taller and get to that top of that shelf and then more vertically. And that's all the grocery store is trying to do is fit more stuff on their shelves. And they failed at that here. Interesting. So you're going to say that it's a failure on the grocery store point to go horizontal just for the marketing it's game kinda, it, i mean it, it is a weak cereal section too yeah i guess so, if, if it's in britain kind of make i mean do they like, not eat cereal yeah, can, over we there? Make, can we make a guess as to where this is cereal, are we gonna say britain cereal and like the way like we have it with like a million different like brands and brownie bite cereal cookie bite cereal frosted flakes this marshmallows that i mean what's your favorite cereal oh i i don't even know anymore great question i don't have cereal enough but anything yeah, I, I like Cookie Crunch. Those are just cookies, Brian. <laughs> cookie Didn't we talk about that's like a Mac Jones breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we talk about this on air a couple weeks ago <laughs> with the Cookie Crunch part of things? I feel like we did. Anytime, uh, we'll go yeah. find the audio. We'll, we'll, we'll recover it one of these times. One of these days, maybe for you. So, guys- so yeah, my take has not changed. That's consistency okay. at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, how about number four on the food final four? How about a local story? Let's get to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This courtesy of, I'm going to get the news outlet, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Shout out to Hannah Kirby with this story. (laughs) After a Milwaukee bakery was burglarized, the owner made cookies with the suspect's photo to try to get him identified. May 6th, so just two days ago. Can Fora Bakery down in Bayview give them some business during COVID-19, people? Because this owner came up with a pretty sweet way, if you will, to try to get the suspect identified, and that is through cookies. So, the backstory, around midnight on April 19th, a man jimmied the lock open at the bakery and stole the cash drawer, said the co-owner, Karen Krieg. Her quote, we decided to make the best of it and see if the community could identify him. 
So they took an image of the man from the security footage and printed it on edible paper. The images were then applied to eight dozen sugar cookies that were frosted with buttercream and decorated with piping and sanding sugar. How awesome is this? It's it's great because it's got red around him, so it's like really showing he's a burglar. They're like, get this guy. It kind of looks like a wanted it's, poster. It's almost. catching your attention. Yeah, it's good marketing. <laughs> it is great marketing. I absolutely love this story from all angles, especially the fact that it's Milwaukee. And you know, people say. I remember my dad saying to me before I came to Marquette. You know, you're gonna like the Midwest. The people are nice there, but when it comes to fighting crime. They're all business because in these types of stories, Milwaukee local businesses, which I love to support more than anything else during the pandemic, the Milwaukee Police Department still looking for the suspect. So if you see the cake suspect anywhere, go call Milwaukee Police because frankly, Canfora Bakery deserves to be rewarded because after the April burglary, now they've been giving the cookies away to customers May 2nd. So are they giving them away for free? Is that, I think that's my next question. Cause that's even more of a marketing game, but I still love it. Final four. So that's your final four. That's your final food four here on Games and Grub. Call us up at 414-288-7091. That's 414-288-7091. And on Twitter as well, GrubMUR. We've been on fire with the callers, haven't we? Yeah, let's get some more calling in. Got any takes? Got anything to to say? Anything about cookies, burglars? We've covered it all this morning. <laughs> and we're just getting started. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. No commercials. And this next rejoin opens up our next. I want to go on a rant next, but we're going to play this segment real quick. And back on the other side, no commercials. I'm going to get into just how maybe furious I can get. We will be right back. <laughs> yeah, it's Joe from Toronto. How you doing? If you can't order your morning drink in one or two sentences you shouldn't be ordering that drink i agree I if you gotta go agree. double double vente latte with a hint of this and a thing of that that's a meal it should be duncan's Are, a, a medium regular you know joe the other great way i've heard to describe it is the number of syllables how many syllables you add to it so medium regular medium half and half well i'm sorry but if you go up to the counter and say i want a dunkachino like come on Oh, this comes so wrong. No, this I'm is sorry. You're a so Dunkachino. Like I remember, I remember. Maybe if you're home. five years old, you walk into a Dunkin' and say, "I want a Dunkachino." I'm gonna laugh at you. First of all, most of my coffee orders until I started working from home, I would buy from the guy. Uh, it was a buck fifty uh, at a cart on the corner of Twenty Third and Park outside my office in Manhattan. I didn't even have to open my mouth because I was such a regular that when I showed up, the guy just made my coffee and gave it to me, and I gave him the two bucks. So I just want, you know, coffee, you know, milk, one sugar. That's it. And if I have to go to two sentences to order my coffee, I mean, just order it online. Because if I'm standing behind the person that's a two-sentence order when they're ordering coffee, I swear to God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say something to that person. Because that's re- It's coffee. People are coming to get coffee for a reason. They don't want to hear, you know, your, you know, two shots of this and double espresso that. You know what? Order it online and go to a different line. Okay? I need my coffee in the morning. I don't need to hear you and all your little idiosyncrasies. (laughs) 
welcome back to Games and Grub here on Marquette Radio. And I teased it before that little rejoin that it's just going to get me fired up because our next segment is one that is very close to my heart. And it, it it's appropriate because we frankly did it weeks ago. We did all of those you heard in that three rejoins. You heard Joe from Toronto. You heard Zach talking about how irresponsible it is to order a Dunkachino. Uh, by the way, two weeks later or whatever, you still stuck Stand on that? Stand by it. Stand by it? Okay. And then you heard Uncle Chris. You heard how he was such a regular in Manhattan that he would just walk walk to his local stand and be able 27th to... 27th and Marshall? Something uh, like that. Yeah. Penn, I think he said. Uh, somewhere in Manhattan before he started working from home, obviously, just like the rest of us. So this story, all I need to say is one word, one name, and you're going to recognize where we're going next, and that is Edward. So Edward from New York, I believe, ordered a venti caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino from Starbucks. And shout out to Josie, who is a Starbucks employee. She took to Twitter over the weekend and vented about this order. And it's a picture, and you'll see it in every news outlet in America. On today's episode of Why I Want to Quit My Job, she tweeted on last Saturday. So this is actually a week ago. Edward wants a I feel like I feel like we gotta have some we gotta have some like some music for this. You want, you want me to you want me to read it off? I'm gonna get uh, so let's do the honors, Brian. So let's let's cue up the ooey again because it just works for so many things. Explain what you're gonna read right now. What is I, the picture of? Th- so we have a coffee in front of us that doesn't look like it has a whole lot of coffee in it. Looks like it's got a whole lot of other stuff in it, and I think we're about to kind of dive into what those contents are. <sighs> do you want to read it off? Go for it. <sighs> Venti caramel crunch. Frappuccino. Frappuccino. Five banana, extra caramel drizzle, extra whip, extra ice, extra cinnamon dull top. Seven pumps add of caramel sauce. Dark caramel sauce. Dark caramel sauce. Okay. Extra caramel crunch. One pump honey blend. Extra salted salted, uh, butter. Salted something butter. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they just put letters nowadays. (laughs) All right. uh, Five pumps frappuccino. RST cough. Uh, roasted roasted coffee, I believe. Roasted coffee, okay. Seven added frappuccino chips. Heavy cream, double blended. Order for Edward. Mobile carry out pickup. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is a meal. Oh my gosh. It is a Five meal. Five banana. <laughs> Shout out to. Uh, that's a, that's I don't know meal. what. The banana was probably. I had the biggest question about the banana because. Did they just put a banana in there? I yeah, just I think five so. of them. And then they just blend it I'm all guessing up. the answer is no. I'm guessing they have some sort of banana cream that they would pump in. But either way. Either way. It's coffee, people. It's. 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 It's coffee. It's coffee. Like, I don't understand. And this is probably the worst part about the story. It's coffee. That, you recognize that voice, by the way? Mm Mm-hmm. Uncle Chris? It's coffee. It's coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So, the worst part about this coffee story... It's coffee. ...is that, according to the New York Post and many other media outlets, it's been 
a TikTok craze yeah. to go at the expense of Starbucks employees. So baristas obviously abhor making these elaborate, time-consuming drinks. And once Josie started the floodgates, it was over. So how about uh, our next caller will probably have some insight on this or anything else that we've gotten to, the, the smorgasbord that we've gotten to this morning. But I want to get to this next. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, my God. It's Joe from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Did This oh, wasn't you Jesus. that pranked this and ordered this coffee. Are you, was are you Edward? No, 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 no. What I did was after I was listening to you on the radio, I literally grabbed my toaster, I filled my tub, and I got in. <laughs> it, 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 that's ridiculous. Like, I would have quit. The whole, this whole store, should, the, the manager of that store should have shut it down <laughs> and left for the day. That's all I got to say. That's all I got. I can't even talk. I'm, it, it, that blood with the chips and the... Oh, my. It's, I got a guy. It's, it's it. That's it. That's it. The worst of all time. Worst person in the world right there. Medium, Thank you. Medium regular. All right, that's that's Thanks it. Thanks for the beautiful take by Joe from Toronto. It's Just coffee. awful. Joe from Toronto calls in and quick, quick. <laughs> He's got nothing else. He always comes in like a. Oh no, maybe that was Bobby Joe Murphy. In in whoever and out. whoever that is. Oh my god. Always, I always compare it to a hurricane. I almost feel Sweeps bad for in him. Fast destroys yeah. the place. He seems kind of distraught that Edward did this. It's coffee. I, I mean, just it, can't believe. No, it, I mean, it is ridiculous. People shouldn't be messing with people when they're at their jobs. And then the flood of orders that came in after this because of this order. People weren't like, oh, this is bad. People were like, oh, we're going to start doing it. Well, I mean, if you're 15 years old, you've never had a job before, which isn't your fault because you're 15, but right. you're on TikTok and you have an extra 20 bucks and you want to order one of these drinks, you think it's fun. I mean, I, I could see, <laughs> I, I could see maybe I would have done I something understand. like that once and then gotten in trouble for it and never done it again. But I mean, these people, I mean, they got to... This next one, if I were to Let's, read it, it might take up the rest of the show. What's that one? Yeah, no, this next one looks worse. What's it's, the name? The, we'll, we'll start with it at the top. They, it's a venti green tea. It's a good thing they cut out their name on this one. Yeah. Oh, God. Are you ready? Oh, I don't want to do read it. it off. No, no, no. You, no, you don't want to like. You're gonna off. get dry mouth reading the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And this is my this is my point behind. You know, I've always been a guy who, especially on these airwaves, has been a, an an advocate for Milwaukee. Like the Milwaukee coffee. That's right, Milwaukee coffee. So I I've always tried to try to advocate, as we just talked about in the last segment. Local businesses, especially during the pandemic. Voice of Milwaukee Coffee. So to be able to go to Starbucks, I haven't been I haven't been as, you know, high on Starbucks, obviously. But these people, what they have in common is they have a job as a barista. These people should be paid much more. I know I, I haven't been as nice to Starbucks as, you know, opposed to Milwaukee Voice Coffee. Of Milwaukee Coffee. But and, and more on that soon. But do you know what they all, you know, have in common? They serve coffee. And and also, Milwaukee coffee people get the same annoying orders just like this one. Granted, Starbucks makes it a little easier to do it. But, Edward, make up your mind. Let other people through, even if it's mobile. That's my other point that Uncle Chris brought up in his call. I want to stress this. You're taking up just as much time, whether your crap order is in line or not. Respect baristas 2021. Stop the TikTokers. It's coffee. Is this Edward? I know it's not. Their name isn't actually Edward. But is is this Edward or all these Edwards that are ordering these coffees? 
there's no way they're actually drinking that, right? No, that's my point. So it's like you're you're spending money to just waste it, which is, I mean. If it's a TikTok trend, clearly they're not drinking it. They're just going to mess up the employees. Yeah. It's coffee. It's coffee. Like, it's coffee. And I'm all for, you know, putting a couple creams and sugars in your coffee or whatever it is. But to make this a TikTok trend to ruin Starbucks employees' day, it's a topic close to my heart. I tweeted this out a couple of days ago. Oh, I'm messing up my microphone because I'm so upset tweeted this when the when the whole day came out when the whole edward crap came about it is absolutely ridiculous to just play with the people and again i don't care if it's milwaukee coffee or starbucks it it grind it it ready it coffee grinds my gears it coffee grinds my gears no cap pacino okay all day long, I could play this game. It's coffee. It's coffee. It's coffee. Some of us really need it. It's coffee. We're, we're talking. So, to, we're talking about coffee. We're talking about. We're coffee. talking about coffee. Coffee. The, the 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 drink that powers my morning every day. Not the, not the elaborate drink you have at the end of the night with all yeah. the different mix-ins. We're talking about coffee. Talking about coffee. It's coffee. It's coffee. And for people, I have you know Uncle Chris is banging the drum out in New Jersey for me. To be the voice of Milwaukee Coffee said, I could be the guy. You could be the guy. Thank you. I could be the guy if it wasn't for these freaking TikTokers. You could be the guy. To be able to go to Starbucks and get in and out in maybe five minutes these days is impossible. It's near impossible. Even, so, even when you order ahead. Yeah. Even when you order ahead sometimes. And that's the worst yeah. part. The mobile order now it's, was it, supposed to shorten the line. Honestly, they should have two Starbucks on campus. That's how busy it is. Just a mobile order and it's a walk-in. It's ridiculous. And they should honestly have two kitchens in each. One for complex orders and one for... Call coffee. The, the Simple Joe. The yeah. coffee order. The Simple Joe line. And for these people to make it a trend, to make it a joke, you're a joke. Have a freaking coffee. Have a freaking coffee. <laughs> right? Have a freaking coffee. You recognize that audio? Let's play it one more time. Have a freaking coffee. Right, that's Damon Mendelara. Okay, if Damon Mendelara ch chimes in on the freaking Edward incident, I'll blow. I'll again, no, 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 you know, no cappuccino. Again, no cap. I could do this all day. All right, that's that's enough on the yeah, coffee. That's enough. Yeah, let's let's you know all, all right, settle all right, down. Alan Iverson, cool, all right, cool down. We're talking about have a freaking coffee. Have a freaking coffee. Oh god. All right, all right? so we let's talked, move on. We talked about Edward. He is the number one on the dumbest people of the <laughs> internet. Number two goes to Jesus Lazardo. Oh, let's do this one next. Jesus Lazardo, you want to open this one up? I'm I'm out of breath. <sighs> he oh. Oakland Athletics left-hander Jesus Lizardo will be off the mound for a while and maybe off video games too. He was playing video games. He broke his right pinky finger. What was he playing? Is there a, is there a game on here that we know of or, or were they just saying he's playing video games? Because it definitely matters what game to Before me. the game, he was playing a video game and accidentally bumped his hand on the desk. He was playing the game. Oh... Oh, you can't do that. So say that again. So he, uh, <laughs> he bumped his hand. He was probably so, yeah. like aggressively yeah. holding the controller, maybe messed up or something, and, and bumped the desk that he was playing on. 
this is un it's an unbelievable story and it begs the question a do you admit this to your coaches? Nah, tell, tell them you were in batting practice. Seems exactly. like it happened right before yeah. the game, though. You're, yeah, you're just hitting some BP before batting practice, or before before the team's batting practice. You're in your own personal BP. Just, you know, getting, getting the reps in. <laughs> that, was, that was my biggest question, because there has been... This opened the floodgates for a lot of crazy stories of how baseball players specifically have been injured. We've seen it in the past couple of years, but it goes back to the 90s, even before then. But the one of the weirdest injuries, it was a kid at my high school. He was he was more in my brother's ages, but I remember hearing about this. He was doing, here's a throwback, the stanky leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was making like a video. Twist for, his ankle? And he, yeah, he like broke his, oh, he like snapped his no. ankle. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's an aggressive move. Have you ever done the stanky leg? Yeah, was, move that. Thing. He was in his room by himself, like videotape. From what I remember, maybe that, Vine that days back, story. back with Vine. I think it, yeah, much okay. like early Vine days. And that's, he, like, that's a good can. I remember he got injured doing the stanky leg, and I just thought, <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest. Did he play thing. baseball? I don't know. I think he, I think it was maybe he played basketball or hockey. Serves him right if he if he played baseball. Yeah. But that this guy Jesus, he's Jesus got a weak Lazaro. pinky. He's got a weak pinky. That's all it is. I mean, well, you got to have a stronger... I could throw my pinky at this table and it wouldn't happen. Wouldn't well, that's, break. that's something you can't really... It's, it's God-given yeah, how strong gonna... your pinky is. Oh, he's bringing the mic over. That's just me hitting my pinky on the table. Didn't break. So, yeah. I don't know what Jesus is doing, playing these games, breaking his pinky, but it shouldn't happen. Games and Grub ASMR coming up next. Zach hitting his pinky on the table <laughs> repeatedly. 414-288-7091. How about, let's go back to 1990 because let's, one of the famous, uh, I say famous, Games and Grub type stories or segments that we've done is head-to-head. And I think the most memorable one was when me and Zach fought about um, – Pulp and orange juice, that was a big one. I'm team no pulp. Zach is very much team pulp. Let's put these two injuries together. So Jesus Lazardo, you just heard Brian describe the video game injury. Let's go back to 1990. Glenn Allen Hill for Toronto Blue Jays went on the disabled list in 1990. <laughs> Again, so many stories got brought back to light. He fell through a glass table, resulting in cuts and bruises, feet, knees, and elbows. What caused the fall, you ask? Brian, Zach? Any guesses? I'm looking at it right now. Just pure Don't weight. Have to guess. What caused the fall? No. He idea. had just woken up from a nightmare about spiders chasing him. He was afraid of spiders, and in his confused state, he fell through the table. Cuts, bruises everywhere, falling through a glass table. Which one's worse? I'm not buying that. Not one bit. He, was, <laughs> he got home. He was a little inebriated. I mean, Glenn. Oh, okay. Probably tried to jump up on his bed, realized Glenn, it was a table. Glenn Allen Hill. 1990. listening to this, which you definitely aren't. <laughs> hey, international you audience. You, you didn't have a nightmare about any spiders. He played for Toronto. We have an international audience, especially in Toronto. We're huge in Toronto. Yeah. So very big in Sheboygan, right? Hey, but you know what the, maybe the weirdest baseball injury of all time was? Jose Canseco in 2021 got a concussion <laughs> from a Barstool Sports intern. <laughs> oh, gosh. Billy football. Uh, we got a couple listener submissions here, a.k.a. family members. First, my sister chimes in. If you're talking about pinkies, her friend Maya's pinky fell off in a door. F- when, fell off? When she oh, was younger and nah. got it put back on. Uh-uh. 
Oh, no. Once a body parts off, I don't think you yeah. can put it back on. <laughs> That's not how that works. I, I've I never that. noticed it in the times I've met Maya. Yeah, Modern Shout medicine, Maya. man. <laughs> Crazy. And then also as well, let's get this fired up. My dad chimes in, and he wants to uh, – he's always been, you know, a listener, but at times he could be – you never know he's, if he's been an incognito caller before, whatever it is. He chimes in, huge fan of the Dunkachino – Zach needs to stand down. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you, do you have a response then to uh, to how that's going? No, I'm just I'm sitting here in the studio, just claiming I'm just shouldn't, playing. Shouldn't be doing order, doing that. Don't order, be doing that. Order a Dunkachino in I'm, front of Zach with a straight face. Try right? me, I'll leave yeah. the Dunkin'. <laughs> I'm playing crowd noise in the back because I just absolutely love it. But again, Jesus Lazardo, Glenn Allen Hill. If you got thoughts on the Dunkachino again, so he says, huge fan of Dunkachino. Zach needs to stand down. Way to go, no, Bridget. You don't tell me to stand down. Not on, not on this radio show, Games and Grub. We're talking about Dunkachinos. Talking about Dunkachino. We're talking about practice. We're talking about everything this morning. We've hit talking so about much. And we got more coming up with Tim Tebow. Woo! Tim Tebow joining the Jaguars as a tight end? You question wanna, mark. You want to huh? hear the audio? Is, here here I mean, is Shad. Here is Shad Khan or whoever the other Khan brother is explaining how Urban Meyer, quote, sees a need for him in the locker room. Obviously, Urban knows Tim really well, and Tim's got a great history of winning, and Urban really believes he can help us, and I think it makes a lot of sense, and it's a position where we need to get better. History of success. Tim Tebow was a successful college football player. And some would even say he was a successful NFL football player for a year. For a year or two. Tim Tebow is the answer to the Jaguars' tight end problems. You can't be serious. 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. What is he, 100, 230? Okay. So I, I looked it up because Tim Tebow's 6'3". And I was thinking, like, that's a little short because Kyle Rudolph was, like, 6'6". Six, six, yep. Gronk's big. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually tight and I feel like tight ends are getting bigger. Mm-hmm. But it says 6'3 is the average height for an NFL tight end here. And Tim Tebow's 6'3". I, 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 I mean, is he going to be good enough at tight end to play tight end? He's not going to be blocking any of these defensive guys coming off the line. Might. He's 225. 255, sorry. He's two. He's a big 6'3". Big, big guy. He's a yeah. big 6'3". I think he's going to fit right in and play a, a nice big tight end position without pan- jumping over people. I think he's going to get pancaked game one. Mm-hmm. He's going to... So that's according to Tony Khan. They quote, Urban really believes he can help us. Are you kidding He me? won a Heisman Trophy 14 years ago. At quarterback 14 years ago. At quarterback. I think and he's he has still played, got He's it. been playing baseball for the last three years. If you need a help at tight end, let's go after, I don't know, Somebody who has played tight end before. Tim Tebow grinds. Tim Tebow's going to grind so harder than a tight end. So the guy who played uh, college football at tight end. He and do you remember years ago? Do you remember the golf story we were talking about where they're going to pay the, the top golf? Yeah. The public image of the golf player matters. Love the story. Public image of Tim Tebow matters for any program. And yeah. that's also what they're picking it, up. It's a perfect win-win. Does Tim yeah. Tebow just want to keep staying in the limelight because he sucked at baseball, couldn't make it past double A, and now he wants to try something else? What do you got against Tim Tebow? Nothing. He's a man of I, God. I, he's he's living life. He's yeah, grinding at football. Just, You're just crapping on Tim I Tebow in this Tim Tebow's you biggest You should be fan. listening because I am Tim. No, I'm not Tim Tebow. I, I do like Tim Tebow. Obviously not. Yeah. Not enough to play in the <laughs> NFL as a tight end. How about go after somebody who has played the position before? One of these guys, Kyle Rudolph. 
somebody who has played in the either in the league as a free agent or somebody just getting drafted, they could have spent one of their seven uh, draft picks this year on a freaking tight end well, and okay. Urban Meyer. So like, oh, he called locker room. You got tight end. Urban Meyer, Tim is, Tebow in your locker room, and Urban you got Meyer is a slimy coach. Get him out, <laughs> Tim Tebow. Get get out. All right, will Tim Tebow be a top thirty-two tight end in the NFL? No, never. If if I come back, if we come back next year, and football season's going on, and Tim Tebow has this record-breaking season, I'll come in and say I'm wrong. No, not even can... record-breaking. If he's if he's okay. a legitimate starting tight end. I can't believe you guys are serious that he's going to play. Three receptions, 50 yards a game, and four total touchdowns throughout the year. We'll call that a success for Tim Tebow. Say it again. 50 yards a game, at least three receptions a game, and uh, four touchdowns throughout the year. That's a success. Oh, he'll have more than four touchdowns. Yeah, he's going to be a touchdown game. Think about the trick plays. Think about the trick plays. He's got an arm still. Oh, no. Oh, my. I can't believe you guys are serious. Honestly, I'm I'm loving There's no way. I'm falling in love with this idea more and more now that I'm thinking about it. And Urban, what do you got against Slimy Urban Meyer? Why are you calling him Slimeball? Come on. He's covered up so many scandals. I thought you're a Patino fan, aren't you? Yeah, Patino. get out of here. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's different. I have inside intel that says Patino did not do anything. And you oh see a Zion gosh. Williamson story coming on? You see a Zion Williamson story that he got money from Adidas this week? The rest of college basketball is, you know, oh, it wasn't just Duke that – or it wasn't just Louisville that was doing stuff. Give me a break with yeah, Urban Yeah, Theo Meyer. John's got a big contract with hire, Nike right now. He was close to hiring a racist stri- uh, training – uh, strength and conditioning coach and a couple didn't. months ago. Yeah, because the media said it's a joke, Urban. And he, but he hired him in the first place. <laughs> Guy's a slime ball. I can't believe he got a freaking job in the NFL. Urban Meyer, he's got, he's retired because of health reasons. And oh, two years later, oh, all of a sudden I'm back. He's done that multiple times. I, he built up an Ohio what? State program that's any headed other, to the CFP playoffs every year the past seven years, maybe like four out of the past seven. Any other, if if let's say uh, Sean McVay was the head coach of the Jaguars, any other coach is the coach of the Jaguars. Do you think they're bringing Tim Tebow in for a trial, or just because it's Urban Meyer? With that, with that roster, maybe. Hell no! There's no way anybody else other than Urban Meyer he wants to pay Tim Tebow a favor. Hey, come in for a tryout. And even if he does sign him, it's that much more of an indictment on Urban Meyer as a coach. All right. Well, okay. What's what seems crazier to you? Tim Tebow as a tight end or Cam Newton as a starting quarterback? <laughs> Great question. Oh. Great question. Oh. Great question. Oh. And it seems like all these quarterbacks that were picked this year's draft aren't aren't going to start right away. Even Justin Fields could sit behind Dalton for a couple of weeks. Tra- Trevor Lawrence going to start. Well, of course that, but um, <laughs> everyone else, Mon's probably going to M- definitely I mean, behind. Mon's a third, yeah, he's behind. He's probably not going to play at all this year. Or not not like meaningful time. Cam's still the guy in New England, so yeah, hey, who knows? We will see. Tim Tebow so. could be back up uh, playing quarterback sometime with the way he's He's going I, at it right now. You're right. I loved watching Tim Tebow. He's a man of God. I'm a man of God. I, I, you know, the Tebowing thing, I didn't have a huge he, – he brought eyeballs to the NFL when he was, you know, 25 or uh, younger than that. Just Okay, just think of the trick plays. I think he's 30. will be he's, opened up. How old is he 33. now? 30, 33. Okay. That's kind of old. No, it's not. Without, he's yeah, still without got the, some years. And he hasn't been banged up this whole time. Yeah, he's been exactly. playing baseball. So. We're going to come back. I feel like we should place a bet on this to make sure we're accountable 
here on Games and hey, Grub. It's, it's if Tim Tebow, I already told you what his he has going to be. Okay, so if he has three receptions a game, fifty yards a game, and four touchdowns throughout the season, it's a success. Yeah, we 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 were right. That's a wild success. If he even gets signed, I'll buy you guys. That, a well, that's that's if he gets signed. Exactly, it's a big if. Yeah. Anyway, I'd love to see it. Tough scouting report. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. We got to all catch our breath here, and we'll be right back. Again, no commercials, and I want to play another rejoin that will set up our next story beautifully. It's another story that we've covered before, and you'll hear in the rejoin, but we're going to come back and tackle how long should someone hold the door. We'll be right back. Here is Scroopy Noopers. Who tweets, D.A., I'm trashing the person who holds the door open when I'm 30-plus feet away. Great. Now I've got to do that slow, awkward jog to the door and then hold open the next set of doors for you. This whole thing could have been avoided. Hashtag, next time, just go in. Trash them. Beep, beep. Sanitation just arrived. When somebody's holding that door for you from a distance... You got to start waddling like you're Mac Jones on draft night. It's like that kind of pseudo hustle. I mean business. I see you. I'm coming. It's awkward. You're on the air. Hi, so uh, Tom Foster. I'm calling from the Healthcare Rec Center here in Marquette. Aiden holding the door. Yeah, go. So I understand you guys are big Kirby Enthusiasm fans. It was, uh, I believe, season nine, episode one. Oh, he's pretty oh, wow. He's all got way back. This guy's prepared. This guy does his homework. When he's oh, I just saw it like a couple of days ago. So Larry is uh, opening the door for a person, but he's kind of far away, and she's taking too long. So he starts opening the door, and then he just lets it shut. <laughs> Tom, I love it. I yeah, you have to make you have to make your decision up better. You cannot be there for thirty seconds. <laughs> your mom also texted me and said, "Roast you for how slow you eat." Just wanted to put that out there. Welcome back to Games and Grub. I purposefully put no music in there to come back because that clip, that sequence is amazing. I thought Tom to Foster was calling in right now for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I got, I was like, whoa. So the first part <laughs> of, of it, nowhere. the first part of it was from the DA show on CBS Sports Radio earlier in the week on Trash Tuesday. They have guys call, call in and tweet in. What's bugging you? Get off your head. Uh, get off your chest. Trash it. And Scroopy Noopers, whoever that is. Here is Scroopy Noopers. And he tweeted, let's, let's play it again. Who tweets, DA, I'm trashing the person who holds the door open when I'm 30 plus feet away. Great. Now I've got to do that slow, awkward jog to the door and then hold open the next set of doors for you. This whole thing could have been avoided. Okay. It's the, it's the perfect, you know how I've been, heard it described? The courtesy jog, and we were just we were just talking about this off air as the as the sequence was playing. The fact that you got to hustle to keep going when someone holds the door for you too long, whatever it is, has anything changed from the time that Tom Foster called in? Hi, so uh, Tom Foster. So has, has has anything changed by the time that was was that a year ago or two years ago that Tom called in? Has anything? Uh, Zach and Probably Brian's last changed. year. I haven't noticed myself holding as many doors for people just because COVID reasons. People I, well, don't want to yep. be so close anymore. Yep. I just like when I'm out in public nowadays, like 
you're just like on your own. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah. It's sad yeah, that I mean, you got your masks on, you're locked in, you're in your own space. I mean, you're in your own little bubble. <laughs> it's sad that, you know, things have become a little bit more individual in the COVID times, including Hold the Door, which I will, just as Duncachino, uh, Duncachino, just as Zach. I'm in his head. Uh, you hear that, people? He said Duncachino. I'm I just in his called, head. I just, just want to let you know. I just almost called you Duncachino. I was going to say, the way that Zach has uh, stand. He is he's standing firm on his Dunkachino take. I will stand firm for how long I hold the door. Straight up in his head. Is, I don't think it is too egregious at all. All right. Well, who holds but, doors for longer? Ted Lasso, our new favorite European football coach. Or Aiden Hatton. Aiden Hatton. Let's play the clip. Who is Ted Lasso? Building part of the team, part of AFC Richmond. Team's got a bond. All right. I mean, heck, Higgins and I are having lunch today. Oh, yes. We're having salads in my office. All right. Catch you later, boss. Higgins, see you at lunch, huh? Caesar, you later. Yes. Yes. Caesar. Caesar, you later. So the whole show, if you don't understand the background, who was I telling it to last night? Oh, Zach's dad uh, about Ted Lasso. And it was actually an NBC Sports pilot put together about seven or eight years ago. I think it was eight years ago about an American football coach named Ted Lasso who coached at Wichita State University. an FCS school and he would run up the championships. He was a great coach. And all of a sudden, AFC Richmond, a fictional English Premier League team, hires him to coach European football. And he knows nothing about football in Europe. He knows nothing about soccer. But you know what he does know a little something about? Holding the door. Being a leader of men. Okay. Motivation. So Ted Lasso. We've talked so much, I feel like, in years of Games and Grub about our new favorite sports show. What's it going to be? There's been a hole ever since we finished Friday, Friday Night Lights. Lights. Yeah, if if there was a if we were to make a like a Mount Rushmore of uh, sports, sports TV shows, shows, Friday Night Lights, Ted Lasso now. And yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. It's a it's a it's Matt a, Matt would probably put in his last chance U basketball. Last chance U basketball. And but it hasn't been a sort of communal. And thing I'm a I'm a hard knocks done. guy. <laughs> okay, so, uh, but we'll, in terms we'll of things, yeah, in terms of things we've all watched, it's been a hole since Friday Night Lights. But I think Ted Lasso is the next man up or next coach up, I should say, because Ted Lasso. I just want to give we we need to give Ted Lasso its roses right now because who knows when we'll get to talk about Ted Lasso next on the airwaves. It is a great show. So our next caller may have something to say about all the smorgasbord worth of stuff that we've done all morning long. Caller, you're on the air. I'm a, I'm a hard knocks guy. <laughs> hard knocks? Hard knocks. Hey guys, this is uh, Nick Pastors. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. doing great. How are you doing? Good. I'm giving a, a quick birthday shout out to Zach. 21st, definitely a big one, so I hope you guys have a good weekend. Yep, should be a good one during finals week. Oh. (laughs) The other thing I had for you guys, Aiden, I saw you guys saw um, Shaka Smart. How was that visit with that man? Oh, yeah, so we... We didn't talk about it enough as I probably wanted to last week on the show. So I did I did meet Shaka Smart. My biggest takeaway was that he was taller than I actually considered him to be. You see him in pictures on social media standing next to Bo Ellis and Justin Lewis. Mo Bamba. Seems, uh, yeah. Mo Bamba, exactly. He's a big, he loves to recruit big men. And I thought he was a pretty sh- tiny guy himself. But uh, I did get a picture with him. I was blessed to take a picture with him. And he is as cordial as advertised but also taller than i expected so there you go bro he's he is like gonna be a student celebrity 
Just because his name is Shaka. I mean, it's an yeah, awesome I mean, name. Like, he's already made more appearances than, like, Wojo did. Nick, on Clemson's campus, did you see Dabo Sweeney around? <laughs> a little bit. Was he in tune with the, the campus? Had, had Do you think he knew where the academic buildings were on campus? Because that's my next thing that we're going to get into. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think he had a good understanding of the campus. Okay, so Shaka Smart has yet to take a campus tour of our campus, so he knows nothing about the people, the campus, the area. Eh, not me. Knows Aiden, something. you got to get him out there. He knows something. He knows nothing no about Marquette Radio. I mean, <laughs> I got one more thing for you guys. Yeah, Chris go ahead. Beard, Marcus or er, Shaka Smart, next five years, who's got a better better resume at the end of five? It's a great question because I I just think Chris Beard is one of the best five to ten coaches in college basketball. And him at Texas, I think he's gonna do great things there. I would lean I would lean Beard and it's it's you know, obviously Shaka is our man here, but I think Beard is, is on a, a next level as a college basketball head coach. Him being able to pick up uh Mac McClung off the transfer portal last year. Kind of cemented him being able to pick up big guys and and form a team in a year in such a strange year too. At a school like Texas Tech, yeah. I, I mean, he's he's got a bright future. I'm convinced they will be a top ten team for years to come. Longhorns will be interesting and just as interesting as this phone call, maybe more so. Uh, so we Talk appreciate you it, guys. Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank there you. you. Go. Thanks for calling him. So. We uh we have informed everyone now on the airwaves that Zach's twenty first is indeed Wednesday, May eleventh. So you can uh or excuse me, Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> kick me kick me off the air already. Uh 414-288-7091. Back to Ted Lasso real quick. Um will he be a top five to ten coach. How do you, Ted Lasso, Shaka Smart, let's 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 backpack. Ted Lasso will be a top like ten movie. Slash TV show coaches. They, could, they it, could make a movie out of it. It's gonna they be, could be like one of those shows that has a couple seasons, then does a movie. Yeah. What's uh, Friday Night Lights coach for Coach Taylor? Coach, coach Taylor. Taylor. He's up there with Coach Taylor. Forget already. his name. Eric Taylor. Sec. Eric Taylor. Eric Taylor, played by uh, what's his name? Chandler or something? I don't know. Chandler. And then you got Will Ferrell and Kicking and Screaming. We're terrible oh, fans. Great movie. What about Will Ferrell and Semi Pro? Oh, there's oh, another one, player Will coach. Ferrell, yeah. What about uh, Adam Sandler as the water boy? Not eh, a coach. Not really a coach. Oh, as a coach, okay. Uh, oh, you have to go with. Um, oh God, my dad's gonna kill me for not getting the coach's name from Hoosiers. Oh, that's tough. Well, oh, Brian, two free throws. It's it's yeah. Uh, we got we got two free throws coming up. All right, two no guesses on. Uh, who the who the coach is? From, wait, no I'm gonna look it up real quick. Hoosiers cast. This is great radio. Well, the Gene, Gene Hackman. Yeah, Thank Gene you so Hackman's much. The Gene Hackman. All right. So there you go. Uh, Gene Hackman, Ted Lasso, Chris Beard, Shaka Smart. There's your Mount Rushmore of fictional slash real coaches. How about we haven't talked about basketball, or actually we did just <laughs> now. Uh, but let's get into a little bit more basketball. Yeah, we got, we got our two free throws, two impromptu- best. Two best NBA stories of the week. Impromptu segment. Are we ready? Let's do it. So Brian has two stories from the well that he loved this week, according to the NBA. And Brian, take it away. 
All right, first one. I saw this yesterday. The NBA G League is expanding. The Mexico City Capitans. I love that. So they were already a team. They were in a they were in a league down there in Mexico, and now they're getting one of the Lakers G League uh, coaches. Coaches is going there to be like their GM and coach, and. Uh, yeah, they already have it on their Instagram. They're excited. I'm excited. I might get a Capitan shirt. Who knows? <laughs> I think it's good for the NBA. I think it's good to expand. Um, I mean, there's really no reason for American sports to not be in Mexico. I mean, we're in Canada, right? I, I feel like, like, what if American sports were like all of North America? That'd be kind of cool. You get a couple teams sprinkled in Central America, a couple teams sprinkled in Mexico. It's got to be good for their economy, good for our economy. I mean, who doesn't love it? What do you guys think? So that's there's one free throw. I and like the idea. The NFL has always tried to expand to London and do things like that. Uh, Zach, quick one free throw point. You're a fan, not a fan. I'm a fan of it. Fan. Go Capitans. Good for the league. Let's All right. Let's take so there's Colin. Next phone caller. So that's one free throw, and he dropped. Oh. So Max, call back or. It said Max on the screen. Uh, it's probably Sean. Sean, call back 414-288-7091. So we'll put, uh, we're expecting to get Mahoney back on the line. You no, know, we're going to, I'm going to take you up on this. The Kraken, the Seattle Kraken are expansion NHL team that are going to be up in Seattle Yeah. Uh, next year. And I don't know if they've planned an expansion draft yet. But will they have to do anything particular with the G League team down in Mexico? I don't think so. I think the G. I think especially with the NBA, there's so many players always coming in and out of the league, and be able to fill a roster yeah. pretty easy. Yeah, and I think well, so like I said, they're already a team. The Capitans are already a team, so I don't know if they're taking their players and slowly going to filter in more of like the NBA guys. I mean, it's I mean, exciting. Yeah, I, it's it's an interesting. Not not a ton has come out about it. I mean, they they did announced it. And that's about it. So it's an interesting story. How about we start up number two on? Oh, there we go. All right, caller, you're on the air. All right. I don't know if I'm a little bit behind if I'm jumping into the middle of a segment here or anything, but oh no, we uh, always my, welcome callers. Okay, great. Uh, my main reason for calling is I'm watching Chelsea Manchester City right now. Um, big Premier League game this afternoon, and if you follow soccer at all, you know Christian Pulisic. Uh, oh yeah. Probably the greatest young American um, to play in Europe in a long time. Some are saying that he's rivaling the talents of Zachary Passios um, as a 2014 freshman playing in the Patriot League for Hingham. Um, People have been asking since that year, what would have happened if he had not slept in through tryouts in 2015. Oh! I just thought I'd raise that. I I thought I knew everything about your high school sports career. (laughs) I definitely (laughs) mentioned that I missed the uh, the sophomore year. I told them I got cut. He kept this under the So I, I did there, get huh? cut for my sophomore year tryouts. I did not make two of the days of tryouts, so that was a tough bid. But I don't know. I think I'd be rivaling this this guy, Christian, if, if I was uh, probably be in this guy, Christian. Right I'd probably be in his place. He's just a guy to me. I'd, I'd be there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I ain't never seen him in the World Cup. He really kept this one under the bedsheet, huh, Brian? <laughs> so uh, we'll see. Yeah, thanks for giving the call in. And uh, yeah. I'm sure that I would have been out there playing just as well as these guys. I did record one stat freshman year. It was an assist. Beautiful cross into the 
into the mixer. Beautiful cross <laughs> into the mixer. Another chapter in uh, Zach Passios' storied <laughs> It could be a... So, yeah, enjoy. A, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Go, whoever you're cheering for. Yeah, go, go Blues. Go, go blues. blues. All right, there we go. He, I mean, that just brought brought back Electric. a memory that, again, was was kept under the bed sheets, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Got cut from the sophomore uh, sophomore soccer team, and they did it, actually, in, in person. They'd have you sit around. They didn't want to send out emails. The coach would have you all sit there, and he'd actually pick the players that were on the team, and they'd run a lap, and everyone else sat behind. It was... <sighs> Wow. Yeah, it was we, traumatizing a little bit. What kind of jungle is this? Jeez. Hingham High School. <laughs> That's a great drop. What kind of jungle is this? Hingham High School. We'll play that next year as, as we go on. How about number two on Brian's free yeah, throw? This, this one is from one of my favorite teams this year. It should be everybody's favorite NBA team this year. The New York Knicks. The Good New for basketball, York man. Knicks. It, they are back. They're back. New York is now a city of basketball once again. Once again. They got two teams this time. So let's dumb down the music here and play the audio of Julius Randle going after a certain reporter in a nice way. Yeah, he was, he was about nice his about take. It. So Julius Randle, Reggie Bullock. It's going to be tough to hear. I apologize in advance for the... Uh, Low, middle, medium quality audio. But let's play the Knicks post game press conference from a couple of days ago. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be speaking to you tomorrow. So with the Nets, they may have their big three ready for you on Monday. I was wondering what you guys thought of uh, facing those guys. Uh, we got a big five. Um, so we're going to be a team, big, big team. So uh, we're not really concerned. All right, so there's Reggie Bullock and Julius Randle. Yeah, so, you didn't hear it. So Reggie Bullock starts. He says, well, we got a big five, which they do. They got a good starting lineup. And then Julius Randle, the leader of the team, comes in and says, no, we got a big 15. Top to bottom, every dude's going to go out there and give it his all. Got to love it. Got to love it. And that does it for a brand new segment. Yeah. Brian's two, two free, free throws. throws. I love it. Again, number wordplay is the best. And uh, speaking of speaking of wordplay, a fun segment that we've done in the past here on Games and Grub and one that we've strayed away from the past couple weeks just because of God knows what is NARP of the Week. And we welcome on our next caller, Rachel Seraphine. You're on the air. Hello. I'm here with Lizzie this morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good, good. You know, we had to sit here and prepare um, for this show today because we did. It's, it's a big one. It's the last one of the year, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so we just wanted to do a little recap of kind of like what the, the what the NARPs have been up to this year. Um, Again, no pressure. You don't, you don't have to do year. We could do week, whatever it is. I know <laughs> well, it's a lot of pressure. For NARP of the week, Should we did hear Bridget was running a... 10k hold on hold on, hold on hold on hold on should we play the? should we play the bridget's segment? always should we play the intro <laughs> always running something out there brian should we play the intro are you guys ready yes play the intro <laughs> our roommates are d1 athletes we're not we're narps that stands for a non-athletic regular person so who was the narp of the week after much consideration and much debate this week it's time our narp of the week choice was for narp of the week all 
All right, ladies, officially it is NARP of the Week time. Take it away. All right, so we just want to do a quick recap. We know Brian played a lot of basketball this year. Matt always hits the gym. As always, uh, he recently started climbing, we hear, with Sydney. Yes. Sydney is constantly rock climbing, running out the door, you know, working out her brain. She's always in the lift <laughs> studying. <laughs> um, Zachary started off the year strong with a bunch of running, but, you know, he has been working he's out his... Work out his he's, he's been on the IR, the injury reserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on reserve. And then Aiden has just been taking the cake. You know, I feel like Aiden's been just doing a mix consistent. of everything all he's year. Very consistent. Very consistent. He now has a job where somewhere fun, somewhere sports related. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dig because I didn't tell her my summer plans. Thanks, Rachel. In advance. <laughs> um, but this week's NARP of the Week, we decided to give two the one and only Bridget Hughes for running a 10K today and a 5K tomorrow with her mom, yes. which she didn't wow. know she was signed Congrats, up for Bridget. until about a week ago. <laughs> so way to go, way Bridget. To go, Bridget. <laughs> so, Brid- so Bridget gets the NARP of the Week choice this week. Way to go, Bridget. So... Any explanation? So that's two. So say that again. I wasn't even keeping track. A 10K today and a 5K tomorrow? Yeah. That's 15K combined. (laughs) Math. (laughs) Math major. So that is, I I believe it's well-deserving. And again, great recap, girls, of basically everyone's feats this year athletically, including Sydney's brain feats according according to going to the lib as well um anything else for you guys and by the way oh i i'll cut you off real quick last show of the semester we need to give a round of applause to the actual arps the athletes in the room marquette track and field they say we neglect them on the radio let's do it for the last five minutes of our show round of applause marquette track and field hey top 48 let's see big uh, big east conference track and field spire institute in ohio next week be there be square we'll definitely be tweeting out that link jump high run fast throw far let's go let's go there we go thanks for calling in Thanks, guys. Have a good show. You t- I was going to say you too, but they don't do a show. Um, <laughs> so that's NARP of the Week. Uh, congrats to Bridget Hughes, who is back, apparently, in the NARP of the Week running. And you know what that means. Way to go, Bridget. Jet. And it seems as All if right. we already got another caller. Next caller is Whoa. on the air. Caller, go ahead. Aiden. It's Uncle Chris. I, I, already... I can't I can't get through to you guys, man. Your line is busy. What's yeah, going on? We've, we've been busy the whole show. <laughs> oh, boy. We have to make time for Uncle Chris before we go. And Uncle Chris, I know. no time constraints. I don't have... No time constraints no t- for you. No time constraints for me? No time constraints. Go ahead. The... I'm just getting off one of the worst golf... Uh... One of the worst golf uh, performances of my uh, career so far this year. So, and it's and it's raining and it's like fifty degrees and I'm wearing shorts, so I'm really cold. It's not very and I fun. played really bad, but I but I won. I still won like eighty five bucks. So you know, it's all good. All right, so a little side action. You know, listen, you always got to have some action, right? Okay. Uh, were you listen? I'm I'm interested. Were you listening earlier on? No, I guess you probably just got off the course uh, about this horrendous Edward from Starbucks. This is probably the biggest story that caught my eye. Oh no! What happened? Oh god! So it, it Edward, is a TikTok trend to order 
like a Starbucks drink oh, yes. with um, yes. hundred, hundreds of like two New- pumps of this, eight pumps of this. New York Post took it and ran with yeah. it this week. Yes, I did see that. Um, and uh, so I think the only thing that can happen in a situation like that is let the guy do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then make sure you bump into him hard enough where the whole thing spills. Up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's making it, you know, make it, a, make it an accident, right? Like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my whole problem with it. And this is where we just uh, circling back to that segment. It's the fact that these TikTokers aren't actually going to drink the thing. It's just to mess up the baristas. Yeah. See, that's not cool. Like we're all we're so all human. We're I all think, the same. You know, just because so how guys, about we start, how about we make how about we make TikToks of us making sure that those guys don't do that again. Yeah, the, so just hitting them over when they get it. The uh, yeah, s- we can do the cops, the COP, the coffee order police. How about that? That was ooh, I like that. That was right off the right off the brain there. Was that right off the brain? <laughs> wow. COP, okay. coffee wow, order police, because you're the um, cops. So. Listen, I wanted to ask you a question. I saw the picture of uh, Shaka. What is your impression of Shaka? What are you guys thinking? Are you liking it? Are you guys all good? Is there, are the recruits coming? What's all happening with Shaka? Yeah, guys, take it away because I, I just mentioned this when Nick Passios called in. I was a fan. He was as nice as could be. I mentioned he was a little taller than, than what I originally thought. I thought I was going to potentially tower because, over Shaka Smart. He's coming in. He's making he the. Had, he had the little. He had the hair going on. He wasn't bald. Was it? No, he oh, no, he had, he's got the yeah, hair yeah. still. It's it looks the like hair he's going keeping on. it. It's a little bit more tame. Got to stay I, warm I, up here in Milwaukee. <laughs> I guess so. It's great. I'll tell you what, great answer. Freezing down here in New Jersey right now. So. <laughs> he was he was ziplining on campus. We had a mental health day. Yeah, he's been yep. out and about. Yeah, I mean, he, see him. he's he's making student impressions. He's letting the student body kind of fall in love with him. And he's also been out on the recruiting trail if, for if, both transfer transfer market and. Uh, Juniors and seniors in high school right now. If we can, if we can start this season with a couple good, good wins, I think it's going to be exciting, and it's just going to, yeah, it's just going to get going. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you guys. I think it should be, you know, I think he's a good coach, and he'll bring energy, and it'll, it'll be good. The transfer portal thing is a joke. Agreed. <laughs> it's a joke. There, we, there's we like two thousand people in it, or something. I don't know, some crazy number like that. It's a joke. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but I think it's, I think the pendulum swung too far, right? And they have to, there's got to be a different way to go about it. There, we'll hope for a solution because I'm, I'm kind of with you. It creates almost as much chaos as the NBA these days where the free agency and, and it seems like the superstars are changing laundry every year. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yep. Listen, my last point about the NBA. Um, I hope LeBron and the Lakers have a play-in game. I hope they lose. I hope he blows <laughs> his knee out and doesn't play ever again. Uh, I can't stand that guy. I got no time for him. I have no. T- I, I I don't care. I don't care who wins the NBA championship as long as it's not him. Not the Lakers. It's like we love the Red no. Sox and any team that beats the Yankees that day. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> All right. Well, Listen, uh, I got to get home. I am literally, fr- I'm shivering in my car. I'm yeah. freezing cold. Go it's warm like up. 40 degrees and raining. Go warm up. <laughs> it takes have been warm and hot all semester long. We appreciate it. Yeah, go get yourself a Dunkachino and warm up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> by yeah. the way, next year, you know, Uncle's Weekend. 
Just saying. Oh, leave we've, that we've as heard. the teaser. See you out here. Leave that as the teaser. There you go. See you later, Uncle Chris. That's the teaser. See you guys. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. So that'll do it for us this morning on Games and Grub. It has been a whirlwind of a show. Congrats to Uncle Chris for that golf round. Congrats to Bridget Hughes. Way to go, Bridget. On NARP of the Week. And congrats to us, boys, on finishing the semester. How's it feel? Any? Not done yet. Not done yet. Job's so... not finished. Yep. Oh, with with radio. Why, why aren't you smiling, Kobe? Job's S- not finished. Still got another week to go. Okay, so, and in terms of, but are we are we done with radio, per se? We're, we're here next week. I'm here. Yeah. So you guys are here. Zach and Brian will potentially be holding down the fort on Games and Grub. I'm headed back home. And I will be listening, mostly potentially calling in to uh, to Games of Grub if you guys don't uh, dump me. So uh, from <laughs> no promises from my microphone. Thank you all, the fans, the management here at Marquette Radio for an unbelievable year. Shout out Reese. Shout out Reese, Reese Seberg. Shout out Mark Zaromsky. Shout out Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. Shout out Aiden Hatton for shout putting out, this beautiful woo, woo, woo. production together. Shout out yeah, maybe Society of Professional Journalists. Are, are we gonna have some? Fresh, like, uh, like audio, like, like maybe a new intro. Yeah, new coming intro. out of the summer. So well, next year, so, so our senior games and grub. Should we make? Do you want me to make a new intro? Is the Drake song? Is it? No, is the it, Drake uh, song's good, but like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, we can have audio for everything. We we'll, could have. We'll get to the drawing board. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. get. We'll be so back. We'll put the heads together ever. in the summer. We'll see how it goes. We may have some stuff lined up for the summer, but that's a real tease. And again, this was our year games and grub this was our year and not just games and grub the whole marquette family the whole world for getting this whole pandemic this whole school year this was our year i appreciate you we appreciate you milwaukee appreciates you that's where we're going to finish off with this is my year dj khaled senior year coming back better than ever back and better than ever have a great weekend everyone we the best music Another one, another one, another one. See what could happen when we all get together. DJ Khaled! I swear, this is my year. I like good girls and Louis Vuitton, yeah. I like Babbitt. Extended long hair, and she like rap Simmons. My bag like 40k, now she act different, and her act different. Look, my cash different. I'm getting money on purpose, you got it by accident. Black on black, big bodies, all back to back with it. Pop like three times a week, hanging with my savages, yeah. And yeah, I pull up, put me a red eye, just to do donuts on guard. They don't want smoke with us, they just might fold up. They never noticed us. I had to show up, look, that double law with us. You know the stars with us, heard they on demon time. We got a law with us, all that dangerous, yeah. Do not play with us, yeah. They can't bang with us, they label us murderers. I hang with the worst of them when I bust. You just move, you feisty baby, but that's how I like you, baby.